Hey, hey. How you doing? Hey, I'm driving the car. I'll be home in a minute. Oh, shit. Uh, I can't hear you. Driving and podcast at the same time. Yeah, as you say, that sounds dangerous. No, no. You got to live on the edge, Shane. The edge. Life on the wild side. The wild. Well, it's just my cell phone, and all I do is just talk on it like I'm talking on my cell phone. What's that, Shane? Uh, it's my car. Gas it's on life support. <laughs> <laughs> Does it do that all the way wherever you're going? I hope not. That would annoy me. <laughs> Shut up, car. <laughs> Stop judging me. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's more like Aaron said. It's on its way out. It's just barely being kept alive. But that's... <laughs> if that's life support right there, Shane... <laughs> You might as well say the last rice right now. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, uh, before we get, first of all, let me just say hi, everybody. Welcome to Big Beefin'. I uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. We are, we've got through a successful We're hitting the ground running. Um, I, before we get into tonight's topic, I had a little bit of a follow-up to do to our last topic, which was uh, aliens, extraterrestrials. Yeah. Um. At the end of the episode, I reached out to my buddy James, and he actually listened to the podcast. James Hyder? No, uh, James Dixon. Um, it's a guy I went to high school with, which very surprising to me that he actually listened to it. But he listened to it, and he had some input. Um, How wrong were we? Well, he said that the actual the comparison about the Native Americans and the Europeans is something to be concerned about because how that oh, went yeah? for the natives. It sucks. Um, <laughs> and he said, if there are really aliens out there and they are more advanced than us, I hope that they are either friendly or that Earth has nothing that would be worth invading or colonizing us over. So that was the input he had. Um, like, like, I I said, said, I was... <laughs> like I said, Shane, we don't have nothing these guys want. Yeah, other than tamales. Tamales. You better hope you can bribe them with food. Yeah. You better hope you can. And hope that they like the food more than they like us, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, so, and then another little follow-up. I forgot to mention this while we were talking about it. My wife actually had seen a, had a UFO sighting. I don't, we don't think it was aliens, but she saw something. And what was interesting about her story is that a whole bunch of people in Texas saw it around the same time. Like that night, they had all seen it. Yeah. And, and Sarah had told me about this in the morning. And as I'm driving to work, I hear it on the radio of all these people that saw something. Well, the local newspaper up here actually did some research on it. And they reached out to an Air Force base uh, colonel. And I may get my facts wrong here. But initially, the colonel said um, they were flying a test exercise. And maybe that's what people saw. And then he came back and said, no, we, we weren't actually flying that night. So, what you, you know, how could you be in charge of command and not know whether or not your ship, your airplanes are, are out doing test runs or not? He could have gotten talking. the dates confused. Like yeah. you said, he's in command. He's probably keeping up with a lot of information at one Man, time. Yeah, he, he sat down to fly. He like, I need to tell you guys something right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it just seems like you got the newspaper and they're saying, well, you know, one second you're denying it. Now you're saying, you know, it just... It just was fishy. It just it, it wasn't handled very well for him to flip flop like that. Yeah. Um, you know, you would think we're not like it wasn't like they were in a war zone or something. There's all this chaos. 
I mean, they have to get permission to leave the airfield to go do these test runs. Um, I don't know if that's what she saw. I mean, she said all she could see was the lights. She didn't actually see any shapes. Uh, a lot of people could see the shapes. Interesting. Very yeah, interesting. She said, she said it was loud. It sounded like one of those street cleaning machine things. Really? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that that leads to the theory that it could have been a test flight because if it was one of those F-35s or F-22s, they actually have a hovering capability. And they could have been trying the hovering capability over residential areas. And that shit would sound loud as hell. I mean, you, Aaron, you heard a VTOL take off. Ain't they fucking deafening? Off or landing, yeah, they're pretty loud. Really depends on what craft you're talking about because those ospreys can blow your eardrums out if you're not protected. Well, you know, Bell, Bell Helicopter, which is in Arlington, they also had a hand in help developing the technology behind the ospreys. So um, it's not a stretch. I'm just saying there's a lot of factors in play there. Probably wasn't UFOs, but she did see something that other people did too, and the military uh, denied it. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. yeah, we pretty much determined in our last topic that there's no real answer until they until they show up. That's what they we show up and show, and when they land on the White House. That's when we know. Okay, yeah, we're not alone. Well, then you show your real <laughs> colors real quick. Are you gonna be friendly, Jane? Yeah, or like you, you said, we're gonna out? You panicking start and, and, <laughs> and we're animals. I mean, we're just gonna go wild. It's not, it's not gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, it's, just <laughs> everything we know. it's gonna happen in our lifetime because I'm I'm on the side of. They're going to wait until it's a cataclysmic uh, going on between humans. They're either going to rise and take advantage of the chaos, or they're going to come in with an answer to our to our problems because they want to save the planet. Well, if they were going to do that, World War II would have been the best time to do it because we actually dropped nukes on people in that war. Yeah, but we weren't at risk of eradicating all the human race. Uh, what I mean, that's we were, what we were getting there. Right, but we weren't going to actually, you know, we had the hydrogen bomb and we had mass weapons of war and stuff like that, but nowhere near as bad as it is now. You know, Russia sold a lot of their stock to get their economy back up to par, and they've got all these nuclear weapons in circulation. Nobody's fired any of them. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's been a miracle, but there hasn't been an accident. Not well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No more... Yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere that a nuke just fell off a plane in North Carolina or something and just landed just, in the farm. Just, somebody just fell off, huh? Just, yeah, just fucking just fell out the back of the plane. That's a, uh, that happens it, nowadays. Just drop a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's the state of our nuclear program. Yeah, this isn't a UPS or a FedEx drop. No, you, you dropped a nuke. <laughs> you didn't drop a box. <laughs> Aaron, when you when you were on base and there was like anything top secret going on, did you get anywhere? Were you allowed anywhere near it or close to it? They typically just don't even tell you. Yeah, so you wouldn't even know if there was a nuke on the damn plane. Right. Um, the only thing they might let you know is like, hey, there's a training exercise going on involving live ammunition and ordnance. You need to stay away from this area for the next day or two. And typically, they have um, signs posted up: uh, ordnance area, stay back so many feet. Uh, they'll sound an alarm to let you know that uh, live ordnance is about to be deployed. I guess, yeah. I guess, but if there's like special uh, details attached out or if there's like a spec ops unit somewhere or if uh, something else is going on, um, then, you know, they typically just don't tell you. The people that need to know will know. Right. I, I, I can see that sign right now. 
Mind your own fucking business. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. You see some guys in an Osprey touching down and disembarking and another group of guys embarking and those guys that got off the Osprey hopping some Humvees and leave and you just understand that they're doing a training exercise and go about your business. Yeah, mind your own business. They're not, they're not your battalion, so you're not worried about what they're doing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the last the last nail in the coffin on the uh, alien theory is that if uh, there were aliens and our government knew about it, Trump would have spilled the beans by now. I mean, with all the stuff going on in the news, he would have just said, hey, y'all, uh, don't worry about me. There's actually aliens. So, you know. I, I, I can believe. I can believe. I don't know, man, because he called uh, Clinton out on our uh, nuclear response time and called her out for her opsec violation. And I don't. I don't think. And he even said it on the news. They were asking him about troop deployments and and uh, frequency and and activity. He said, "Why would I tell you that? You're a reporter. You don't need to know that stuff." Yeah, but didn't he? Didn't he like go see some Navy SEALs or something? And he was like, "Yeah." And, the Navy SEALs never reveal their mission details or whatever, and he, like, screwed that up. That well, no, he was, like, getting people to sign stuff and taking pictures and crap, and they were doing the same thing with Obama, uh, with other presidents. You know, it's been going on for a long time. Hmm. I, I still, though, I think Trump would have, would have came out. I, you think I so? Think well, yeah, I can't, I can't argue that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he'd hold on to that big, you know. If he's playing his cards and he wants that's going to be his, you know, ace in the hole, I think he would have played it by now. And, yeah, you read that in the book when you know. it gets out. <laughs> so, um, anyways, so that was the uh, alien conversation, and we could, you could, we could do a whole another podcast on that if we wanted to. But uh, I kind of wanted to get to a big topic, and I'm surprised it's taken me this long to get to it. We've kind of skirted around it. We brought it up in some of our others and animation and talking about movies, which. We never really got anywhere on the movie topics or whatever. We just that's just gonna be an ongoing thing where we talk about movies. But um, I wanted to talk about superheroes. Um, for all the listeners out there, probably guessed by my profile pic, I'm a big time superhero nerd. Um, John also collects the comics books. You still collect them? Um, still. Both go to conventions. I mean, Aaron grew up around the superhero stuff. He's not as big into it as we are, but he's familiar. Um, so. You know, I just wanted to know what everybody's, if you had a favorite superhero and what you liked about that character or, you know, what, what your feelings were. And I just, you know, if y'all just want to start off on that and we'll just kind of go from there. Oh, I need a minute to uh, think about that one. I'm always leaning toward, you know, my own big fave was Superman, but I always will flip-flop to Spider-Man or uh, Venom because what were really cool to me, especially Venom coming, I didn't really like the movie yeah. as much. I like the character Venom more now, you know. Right. So. I thought the Tom Hardy movie was fantastic. I it was well, amazing. the first part right. of it's kind of boring. The, the first part of it's kind of why am I here? I think the whole disagreement I have with you guys about these movies is that you like it's action, it's superhero, it's got to be awesome all the fucking time. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what it's yeah, about. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what it is. That's what no. you watch the movies for. No, that. that's. You, that's that 80s into... mantra that's that's gone, man. They don't do that shit no more. <laughs> Why not? Why? Well, the Winter Soldier we grew up on air, and that's what we like. We like Predator and Robocop and, you know, shit like that. Well, see, Predator had suspense. It had, you know, so the tension of survival and being hunted. Yeah. Um, well, so Predator's one of the best, so that that's a tough one to, to mimic. I'm just saying that that's just the era we grew up in where it was over-the-top, insane action that just... And it was all realistic. It wasn't, you know, computer generated. 
How do you feel well, about you know, Devil Superman? Well, you know, Shane, you you like the Doctor Strange, Shane, the, the ending of it, which I didn't like the ending. I, I was waiting for a big epic battle in the end, and all he did, he just, you know, used psychology on him, and, okay, all right, I win. I'm just forever. You don't give up. He just gave up. Like, okay, well, I guess that's fucking it. No epic battle. You just play the yeah. waiting game, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, he used his head, you know. He thought that one through, and See, that's that's what's interesting about Doctor Strange in that movie is he, instead of using, you know, his power, which he was developing, he just used logic. He applied the logic that he would have in the science realm, and he applied it to magic. And he's like, well, if you tell me you can create a time loop, then let's just create a time loop. And there you go. And that's, and the, but the demon was powerful. What's interesting is that Dormammu was powerful enough to recognize that he was in a time loop. That's what's interesting. I mean, yeah, most people wouldn't, you know. What Dr. is Strange, this illusion? Doctor Strange had given up. He was like, "This is this is what my reality will be. Is I'm going to relive this moment for all of time." So, but <laughs> but the demon actually figured it out. So that just tells you how powerful that guy was to realize, you know, I've, 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 this isn't right. And anyways, uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I get that you could have seen like this huge dimensional energy blast and actually have. Dormammu as a physical being. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I could have done with, I could have done without the cloud and made him an actual being. I think that would have worked good too. But I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, well, so, John, your huh? picks were. I'll oh, go ahead. Well, do you, what do you remember the um, the Fantastic Four? You thought you were going to see uh, the older oh, one. Just a big, stupid cloud. And like, yeah, you thought you thought Galactus was going to be Galactus, and it turned out to be just a big yeah. ass fog or some shit. Yeah, that was, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst disappointment of all time. And but it was, it's a great build. Uh, I'd say the Green Lantern was the worst disappointment. Oh man. Ooh. Well, okay, so parts of the Green Lantern actually worked. If the stuff out in space, if they would have just done that, it was fine. It's just whenever they came to Earth, it's just like. This Parts of the Green Lantern. That movie's unsalvageable, dude. The only thing that, that was nice about it was Blake Lively was hot. Well, uh, Sinestro is the Sinestro. He nailed it. That, that guy nailed it. He nailed. That was Sinestro. actually a good. He nailed if, it. If, if they had made the movie about Sinestro, which is what they should have done, it would have been far, far better because he's an interesting character. But well, instead, he, they focused on Hector Hammonds, and he sat in that wheelchair screaming the whole movie. Yeah, Nobody wants yeah, to watch that yeah. shit. Why? Yeah. And him explaining scientifically becoming more and more super villainish. Yeah, you don't want you don't want your main villain to be this guy on a wheelchair who has a giant ass fucking head that causes his body to lean over. I mean it's just not they go ahead. And then they messed up and they made Parallax this big old space cloud and it's what the hell was that? yeah, he was the embodiment of fear, remember? Yeah. Well, yes, but see, it's supposed to be an energy source that powers the yellow rings that combats the green energy. The fear combats willpower. But, uh, you know, it looked like, that movie that made in this giant space cloud worm thing. And it, just, it looks like shit. It, it looks like <laughs> shit with, with a head and eyes. Yeah. CGI <laughs> shit like, with a bunch of arms and a head. Oh, oh, yeah. It. yeah, it was, uh, it was a disappointment. Not, not. Not unredeemable, but just definitely a different disappointment. I think, I think if they if they if they updated the costume, I think they could bring Ryan Reynolds back into it and make it work. If they if they retooled some things, I well, I, I gotta say like, that the uh, the the worst one that I ever saw 
related to superheroes was uh, Transformers the last night when they made Bumblebee. Oh, God. Sound French. And like, I was like, you ruined, Bum- yeah, no, I'm sorry, y'all ruined Hot Rod. Why that did y'all do that to Hot Rod? Why did y'all do that to Like, supposed to be the coolest guy there is Hot Rod, y'all. Got him talking French and looking like, no, he looked like a Hot Rod. Just, just, just killed it. If you right don't there. have, if you don't have Optimus Prime in that movie, you can't watch it. It's unwatchable. And he's not in there much, but no. without him, there's no point watching that movie. And the, the Earth with Unicron, like oh, it's Michael Bay, is finest dude. He's, he knows how to make money. Autobots roll out. Well, okay, that, that, movie, that movie, <laughs> that movie didn't uh, make money. That was their, That's why they had to reboot everything and go back to the eighties because well, um, it just it, the tank man. That last movie was, was shit, and it's got Anthony Hopkins in it. He's like a crazy old man laughing and shit and driving real fast. It's just ridiculous. It's not. That, I, I was, like, that was a low point. I didn't like the butler bot. That thing was stupid. That part was stupid. The butler bot. Oh, uh, yeah. That's ridiculous. That just, just got him on there so uh, bad. So, so John's, he picked his, you know, he picked three, Superman, Spider-Man, and Venom. Aaron, do you have superheroes that you prefer or your top ones or top one? Uh, no, I'd, I'd have to take some time to actually think about that. Well, I only sent the, the topic, you know, a few days ago. But <laughs> yeah. Read your emails. Read your email, sir. That's why we send these early. <laughs> you know, I, last week I get this. We need to pick topics. We need to get them in advance. And then today it's like, oh, well, I need more time. So, okay. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, what was your shame? Well, I mean, it's tough to pick just one. I mean, obviously, I mean, Batman is, is you know, if I have to, if you just tell me I can only have one superhero, it's just going to be Batman. Well, let's try this. But I also like Shazam, too. Like, Shazam, it's been, when that movie comes out, I'll probably oh. end up being more of a Shazam fan if the movie's Yeah, they picked a great, they got a great uh, storyboard. They've got a great script. They picked good people. Man, it's it's going to be very impressive. Looks good. Yeah. Looks good. Uh, I'll be, I've, I've always been a huge Shazam nut. Um, not super... Damn. the history and everything but but yeah but it came like i always liked the design and i liked that he could go toe-to-toe with superman and and then after the years went on i dug more and more into what the character was about and appreciated him a lot more but uh yeah it's those two and then if you if you so that's dc but if, if you go to the marvel i mean it's uh captain america and thor those would be my my two right from them um but so that's a so that's interesting because, you know, we all sit, we kind of, we're kind of clashing the worlds there. We're doing some of the old and some of the new. I mean, when you start. How about, uh, how about off topic? Well, no, I mean, how about a not so famous hero? Yeah, I was going like? yeah, to gonna talk about that too. Somebody that's like, a, so, okay. Let's say we go 17 years back in the past. If you said your favorite superhero was Deadpool, most people wouldn't know who the F you're talking about. I just wouldn't know. Hell no. <laughs> Nobody knew. And even after his first movie, which is Wolverine Origins, still nobody knew who that was. They didn't know that that was. Well, the diehard, the, the diehard fans got really upset. It's like, no, there's nothing like Deadpool. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were pissed because it basically ruined the character. It was so unlike how he was in the comic books that it was rejected. So that's why Ryan Reynolds was like, you know, he was getting tired of all the shit. He was getting online. And he's like, you know what? If I had to do it my way, this is how I would do it. And so they had this test footage that they had filmed, and he purposely leaked that. 
and it got like a hundred million, nine hundred million views or something ridiculous. Like within minutes of its release, it just went viral instantly. And that's when the studio was like, "Okay, maybe we need to listen to this guy." And they went back and they there was back, they redid everything. So that that's probably the most famous example of a hero that was relatively unknown that shot into like the stratosphere. Um, uh, let's see. So my personal faves that aren't necessarily the other Deathstroke. I mean, I mean he's a villain. <coughs> he's only been a little bit in one movie, but he's not he's not he's as a badass. Yeah, yeah, and that's who Deadpool's based off of. But a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people are going to think. When Deathstroke actually shows up in the movie, they're going to be like, hey, that's a lot like Deadpool. They're not going to realize that Deadpool was inspired by, you know, he was based off of Deathstroke. So. Yeah, because he, he's pretty, I mean, he's a pretty bad dude yeah. when, he, when he gets down with it. I mean, well, that one comic book I got where he pretty much dismantles the entire Justice League on his own was pretty badass. Like he, yeah, he, he, with, within times, a handful of pages. Yeah, I mean, he... He basically, he times where he just puts his sword behind him and the flash runs straight into it because he knew exactly where he was going to go. And then uh, he uses a little laser to, to knock out the atom because it's pure photons and it knocks him out. Um, he, Simple laser. He goes Simple up to, laser. Point. He goes up to <laughs> Zatanna and wraps her head in a bag so she can't say any spells. Um, uh-huh. Then he chokes out well, it's Canary. One of them no, he puts Canary's head in the bag so she can't use her sonic scream. And then he chokes out Zatanna so she can't say any spells. And then he cuts off Hawkman's wings so he can't fly. And then he, he instead of like, Green Arrow thinks he's coming to cut his head off, but instead he cuts all the, the feather, the tail ends of the arrows off. And Arrow's like, he missed. And Slade's just like, no, nah, bro, you're totally useless now. And... Then um, Green Lantern was his test. That was the one he wasn't sure he could beat. And he tried to overpower, uh, and it wasn't Hal Jordan, it was, it was Kyle Rayner. So it wasn't the best Green Lantern. But anyways, he tried to overpower him on the ring because it's a weapon of willpower. And Deathstroke assumed that his will was stronger. <laughs> and he almost got it off of him. But then Green Arrow jumped in at the last minute and stuck, stuck an arrow through his eye socket. And that was the end of the fight. Yeah, he got pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pretty bad. Once he got angry, uh, Doctor Light had to come in and, and warp them out of there because. But the scene, it, the scene reminded Doctor Light of when his memory got wiped, and then because all the superheroes were holding him down, and so that's when he realized that the superheroes are going around wiping everybody's memories if they were really bad villains because you get it's it's a common thing in superhero stories where you have a supervillain they do something terrible the superhero captures them but. Unless he's the Punisher, he can't kill him. So he puts him in jail. Yeah. And then the villain just gets out again and does something terrible. And after that goes on for a while, it starts to say, well, you would actually save a lot more lives if you just killed this one. And he's not, you can't save him. He's not redeemable. And so what the Justice League were, were doing is they were mind wiping all these real bad criminals and making them idiots. And anyways, it led into this big story arc. And they had actually come to find out they had mind wiped Batman too. And it was just this huge mess. And anyways, but De- Deathstroke. So, John, did you have one, John, a lesser known that that you liked? That- I'm trying. I will. You know, I can't really think. one. I know Black Adam is a. Yeah. Was a, uh, well, when the, the when when, they, when people find out that the Rock is playing Black Adam, everybody's going to know who Black Adam is. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. 
Well, that's the thing, too. Like, does it have to be a popular character to know who he is? Like, he's a great character when you get to know him. But, yeah, The Rock's helping him. Yeah, he's going to skyrocket. Well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, I think Black Adam was, what, in the 40s or 50s when he came around? Maybe later. He was, Black Adam came much later than Shazam. <laughs> Shazam was direct competition to Superman. Uh, Black Adam was basically just, hey, he needs, you know, super or Shazam needs a... Uh, uh, an anti, he needs an arch nemesis, and there was there's a common trope in comic books to just make the villain the opposite of the superhero. He just has an opposite look. You know, Black Adam's black and yellow, like the Flash has reverse Flash. He's yellow and red. Um, you know, you see that like you know you got you got Green Arrow, then you got Merlin. It's, you know, they kind of look the same, but they're different. You know, I thought that was kind of corny, the Merlin one. I, I didn't like that. Well, you have, but you have, you know, Spider Man and Venom. They're both, you know, kind of spiderish characters. And the Saber Tooth from Wolverine. I mean, you give all these themes where you have the yin and the yang. You know, you have the the evil. Nightcrawler used to always be my favorite. Man, he was a badass. Oh, so there you go. You finally picked one, Nightcrawler. Well, uh, if I said uh, I, he's more of my less popular favorite, uh, if I had to pick yeah. a more popular favorite, oh, okay. if I had to pick a more popular favorite, it's probably going to be Iron Man. I've always oh, liked him. Iron Man. Yeah, oh. I mean, w- once I got to know who Tony Stark was and he had all these character flaws, I was like, well, I don't really like the person, but yeah, the uh, technical functionality and the power that Iron Man had because of his technological ingenuity was just really appealing to me. Well, I mean, it's, I, I didn't it's all like it. Yeah, well, I didn't like how they portrayed uh, uh, Nightcrawler in the first uh, or second uh, second X Men. Yeah, you know, like, he's all like kind of weak or sure and stuff. Like, ah, I didn't like well, that. I liked the that but that movie. first five minutes of that movie though was badass. When he takes that he was kicking yeah. everybody's ass. Yeah, that was the part. <laughs> then, then later on, he's like, okay, yeah, then he gets kind of whiny. Like, ah. he's, yeah, he's yeah. Well. Um, yeah, Nightcrawler's a, a that's a, probably a real good one. I mean, he's just a cool character, um, and I can remember the first time I saw Nightcrawler. That's an interesting look. He's got this demon tail and blue skin, and he's got yeah, he's dark blue, you know, know, crazy looking eyes. Yeah. So uh, for all the listeners out there, Nightcrawler is a member of the X Men, um, probably most popular from X Two, and then uh, I think he was in Age of Apocalypse. So um, yeah. And so, John, you didn't have anybody. You didn't have any lesser-known characters. You know, not not that I can really think of. They kind of know who. Uh, well, maybe maybe you think they're not lesser-known, but really they are. Yeah, you know, like like uh, y- do y'all know who uh, Deathhead is? Who? Deathhead? Death no, I don't. That's know a Marvel. That yeah, that's a Marvel he's, character, he's old, right? Yeah, he's a, he's an older character. Yeah, he's he's Back they, in the he's 90s. just too violent. He's he's kind of like the Punisher nowadays. You, you can't bring him in. He's too violent. He just wants to kill stuff, you know, rip, rip um, his head off. So he just, they got to push him to the back burner. You know, he, he's a kind of like a cyborg kind of guy. Well, but, you know, he, you know, there's, well, yeah, the nineties is just a crazy time for new superheroes. There's a, there's a superhero that I cosplay as that a lot of people don't know who the hell he is. Dr. Midnight. Um, uh-huh. He's part of the justice society of America. So, I mean, we're talking, 1940s. I mean, it's an old school superhero, but um, <laughs> and he's only shown up one time in live action on a TV show. But they're they're planning on doing a new one and having a new version of him. But uh, Doctor Midnight's one. Um, let's see who who what what character probably is. I mean, hell, up until Justice League. I mean, 
how popular was Aquaman? Did a lot of people know who Aquaman was? I mean, Aquaman. Marine biologist. He probably was a cool I mean, guy, but you know, I mean, wasn't he kind of a joke though? Like, I think Family Guy had an episode where Aquaman's like sitting down at the bottom of the sea or somewhere, and somebody's they, getting raped, and he's like, oh, "I can't really help you." Uh, they they do several of those. Yeah, they yeah. do several of them. They made fun of Aquaman. Every show's made fun of Aquaman. Yeah, like he's kind of the punchline. Now, I don't know if he's that way anymore. Now he's got a billion dollar movie out there. I don't know if people, uh, you know, are thinking the same thing, but. Well, once you, yeah, once you expanded on it, like, oh, well, he doesn't really need the ocean. You know, it helps, but he doesn't really need it, I guess. Right. Um, but. Martian Manhunter, I'm, that's, that's one that, you know, should be more popular than what he is. It just, he never really took off, you know. Um, to be, for the vision, to be as successful as he has been in the Avengers movies, it's very surprising that you don't have the same success with Martian Manhunter. I think it's. They're pretty much the is, same uh, character. Do, doesn't doesn't uh, DC have a pretty much the same thing called Red Tornado? Kind of look the same as as a Vision, kind of. Yeah, DC does have Red Tornado, and it's a robot like Vision. Uh, a little bit more mechanical. Vision's more like an android. Um, Red Tornado's more like a robot, like just a programmed you know machine. But but uh, Vision's made his. He's got like a mind. He's got a robot mind that's made to pattern after human, after uh, Wonder Man. Um, well, I, I always wanted to see the uh, the middlemen do something. I like, I oh, like yeah. those guys. Yeah, the, I was like, I thought it was cool, the yeah. middlemen. Aaron, are you familiar with the middlemen? Not especially, no. So the middlemen are these DC characters, and they're basically uh, robots, but they're like, it's kind of like if, I don't know, they're kind of like mischievous. They like to play, but they, they have yeah, like properties... To. They like to play. They have the properties of the metal that they're named after. So, like, Mercury um, can easily change his shape into, like, you know, uh, different shapes because it's, like, liquid metal, you know. Um, lead is, is really heavy, so he's a bigger robot, and he's made out of lead. Uh, What's he I, made of? A, uh, I'm not going to say this shit all over again. We're going <laughs> to get it right the first time, and then we're going to move on. Um <laughs> Iron is, you know, he's made out of iron, so he's strong. Uh, gold is the leader because he's like the brightest and the shiniest. And then uh, Miss Platinum is, you know, the hottest, the most exotic. And then Tim's like a little shrimp. He's like a little guy. That's yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, kind of like a, a little shrimp. And the, yeah, yeah well, he's, he's I mean, not a, not really a shrimp. He's just a little guy. He's like a little. He's like if there was a little person robot, basically. What's he like? He's Tim. No, no, he's just a little you. piece of car. <laughs> um, so, anyways, they uh, they go around on adventures and shit, uh, <laughs> and they they really haven't had their due in live action. It could work. You could you could do a metal man in live action, and it would be entertaining because they're they're charming. They're you know that movie. Uh, what's that Robin Williams movie where he's a robot? Aaron? Bicentennial Man. Oh, uh, yeah, they're they're kind of like that. They want to become human, but they know that they're robots, and they will sacrifice themselves. If it means saving a human life, um, they're not like Terminators, where it's like "fuck it, all humans must die." They yeah, the action figures are pretty cool, though. Yeah, I got a, I got a full set. I got a full team. Um, you you get yeah, they even made Miss Platinum. Yeah, yeah, she came out online only, but she did come out. Oh man, 
you had to send me a, a, a picture of that that team. There, I never knew they made Miss Platinum. I remember I was looking at them a while back, but I never got into looking. You know, I never, not you know, I get an idea, I go look at it, I can't find it. But yeah, who made? No, it? I. Who is, uh, it's Mattel, made by Mattel. Oh, is it only online order? Yeah, it was when they had their uh, subscription service online. Um, that's where you you had to go to get it. Um, oh, okay. All so right. well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I got the whole team. Um, yeah, the Metal Men is one. I think, uh, I think uh, the Tick is probably one that. Well, I don't know. The tick had a good... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he he. If there was a a hero I would want on my team, it would be the Tick. Yeah, he's probably talking shit while he's beating people down. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a cool catchphrase. Like <laughs> <Well>, the, <laughs> the thing with the tick is, um, you know, he he has his, he's had two shows, so maybe he's not the best example. He, I mean, he's he's actually done okay, um, but yeah. So you know, superheroes. Well, you know, Black Panther is one that. Wow, I mean, where did you know? That's a because he did dollar. it right. He 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 nailed it. <laughs> yeah, they went they went all into the lore. They went. I mean, you can't do a more perfect Black Panther movie than that. I mean, that's that's about as perfect as you can get, and um, and it just worked for him. You know, it, it just it just it's one of those things that you know when you pay attention to what makes it work in the comic books, and then you apply that to the movie, you're going to have success. Um, which unfortunately, a lot of people in Hollywood don't realize that. That's how you get fucking, you know, the shit that happened in the last Fantastic Four movie. And it's why Man, that's just, why we've never had a good Doctor Doom. It's why all the Doctor <laughs> Dooms suck. Because I think it's like before Deadpool, they were scared to put blood and too much violence and curse words in it. You know, right? Well, even Venom well, was a, Venom was PG thirteen. You know? Yeah, you know, I, I wanted more like. Deadpool kind of action gore going on in that movie. And hell, they had venom eating people. You know, I mean, he literally ate a dude. I mean, it's off camera, uh, but you know what? That's happens. what I mean. Like, ah, they were scared to show it. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's there's a okay. So let's just you know you have you have the first superhero, which you know is Superman. That's that's the first one. Um, and John, I guess you know you're if you go by you know if you're making a pick. That's kind of like you, you pick Coca-Cola. They got it right the first time. Why the fuck do we need anything else, you know? Why do we need Pepsi uh, for? You got Coke. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty much why Superman's been able to last as long as he has because they pretty much got everything right right off the bat. <laughs> you know, he's got an interesting backstory. Um, it's something that you can relate to if you're like a refugee or an immigrant. Uh, but at the same time, he grows up in Kansas in the middle of America. So very relatable. Um, for all mm-hmm. different types of people. Um, but then he's also got these amazing powers, which, you know, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to be Superman for just a day? I mean, imagine what all you could do if you got to be Superman for just one day. And then uh, after Superman, that's when all the, you know, and he made the, 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 so here's the thing about Superman. The guys that made him uh, did not die as wealthy men. They, they sold, they had to, for their comic book to get published, they had to sell the rights of Superman to DC before DC would even touch it. So they ended up getting like ripped off big time. Um, 
because they, they I think they sold it for like five thousand dollars, and then it ended up making like ten million dollars in the first year alone. I mean, it was an instant success, and they stayed. Well, they worked with the company for a while, but eventually people were kind of getting tired of the the storylines, and they wanted something new, and so they got those guys got fired, and it wasn't until the the, the Christopher Reeve Superman movie was being made. 30 years later to when all the writers at DC said, look, you, you guys screwed over the creators of this. Now you're about to make this movie where they're, you're going to make millions and millions of dollars and you're not going to give them a cut of their creation. I mean, that's fucked up. So, you know, DC finally recognized this. And so they gave them, they gave them the credit, you know, so now every time you see Superman, it always says who the creator was and they gave their family a good chunk of the change of the, um, you know, Make it Superman. Um, well, you got space on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the thing is, it's just you're in a rock and a hard place when you create. When it's your con, when you're working for a company, and you create something, you create intellectual property, and that company, you know, takes it. I mean, it's theirs. You know, that's it's not yours anymore. It's theirs. And even though it was your idea. You know, it belongs to the company now. So now you're up the creek without a battle. Um, um, did, didn't we sign some waivers, Shane, when we did Who Wants to Be a Superhero? Didn't yeah. we sign the waiver signing over our rights of, of our heroes? <laughs> yeah. To company? So, like, let's say let's say we came Yeah, it was with, true. We signed, we signed over the rights. Yeah, if we them. had – so, for the listeners out there, me and John tried out for Stan Lee's reality <laughs> show, Who Wants to Be a Superhero. Uh, spoiler, we did not get selected. But basically, Maybe spoiler, everybody knows you didn't get selected. <laughs> but a guy from Texas did, and he went on to win. And it's a guy me and John yeah. uh, met. So it's a pretty cool guy. So, yeah, John, in that, in that scenario, if let's say we had a badass concept, and it's like, man, this is genius, but we looked ugly as hell, and we couldn't act, you know, and we're just not energetic or not charismatic, uh, they would have just taken our concept and put it on somebody else. That's what they would have yeah. done. They would have gotten an actor like they did the first season. They would have gotten an actor, put him in the costume, and that would have been the person who won the show. Um, so I actually still, I actually still own those comics signed by. Uh, Ooh. I got the comics signed by Major Victory, Feedback, and the the, the Diffuser. Ooh. I think I got three of those comics still. Yeah, well, the Diffuser was supposed to get an action figure too. The, the Diffuser's the guy who won season two. He's a retired detective in Austin. Um, yeah, he actually was. I think he was supposed to get an action figure deal, and he was supposed to get a cameo in a sci-fi movie. Oh, he! I, think, did, I saw that. He, it wasn't a big change. Like, no, it was on some stupid Anaconda movie ripoff, mm. some shit. He was in it for like. <laughs> it wasn't very like. He said some lines and he left. It, it was not a big role. Same thing uh, with uh, the feedback guy who played feedback. Yeah, I think he was on it for maybe like two minutes, and he was off. That was it. That's his camera out. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, Feedback had actually starred in some other, had acted in some other shows, so he was he was a Hollywood actor, but they just you know, put in a superhero suit. But it was still, it was entertaining. I mean, I liked the show. I thought it was good. I just I just like the name. You know, for me, it catches the name. I like the name. Major Victory. Oh, fuck yeah. He's gonna go win something. It's yeah, just the right name. One. Major Victory. <laughs> yep. So yeah, much that plan. Feedback. <laughs> Nitro G. That was a good oh, one. Oh, God. Nitro G.
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how Stan. That's he how did. Stan Lee said his name all the time. He did. He didn't. I don't think Stan liked him at all. Like, oh, another. Spinster. No, it was this little bitch boy, pretty much. <laughs> was it really that bad? Yeah, it was really that bad. I don't, uh, I don't remember how it ended. I didn't watch it all. I sent y'all a picture of the metal man. It shows you all the figures that I have. Okay. Hey, so, yeah. Uh, uh, off topic, real, real quick. Off topic, yeah. not, not, not too far off. No, real quick. If you, had, yeah. if you were a superhero, <laughs> what would your theme music be like? If, if, no, hold on. Say, say the question again. If, you, if you're if you a superhero, well, you know, X-Men had the, the, cook, the kick-ass intro music. Yeah, what would be your kick-ass intro oh. music? Yeah, like, man. Like, I mean, let me a rock and stick is, a guitar and shit like that, like Metallica. I know I'm in the background. I know I'm, yeah, I know I'm hitting the repeat button, but man, that fucking King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Oh, yeah, that was I an mean, intro. <laughs> From the fields of the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I could get something like that, that'd be fucking awesome. Now, Wait, just, it, it that, just that's, start- that's just, that's the kid in me, but there's also like the, kind of like the Batman theme where it's real operatic and it's like, you know, some serious dun, shit dun, to dun, have to go down. Yeah. I like the King Arthur. Just hit the ground running. Fuck yeah. Get the man, fuck that, right now. That is a badass <laughs> one. Like if I, if you, I gotta if go you with old school Power Rangers, man. Fucking badass guitar riff, man. Yeah, Shane used to play that shit whenever he was dropping me off from work. He'd turn it all the way up so everybody inside, everybody inside the fucking Taco Bell could hear it as soon as I opened the door. Yeah, man, crank that shit up, man. I I should have I should have burned uh, Knights of Justice to this too. Play that shit and turned all the way. That, up. That, I like that, huh? I like it. <laughs> you, need, you should add a link to that, Shane. I don't, I don't know if you do it in the podcast, but add a link to that. They can hear. Oh it. yeah, Knights yeah, of Justice I mean, intro. Everybody out there that's listening, you have got do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and type in King Arthur and the Knights of Justice intro and crank that shit all the way up. The and back in your chair. Yeah, uh, and just sit there and enjoy it. I mean, if you like, if you like like '90s rock or '80s rock, where it was just you know hard riffs. I mean, that shit is cranking, man. It's just great. Uh, the lyrics don't make any sense. Yeah, the lyrics are terrible. Because it's talking about they're fighting crime in medieval times. I mean, that's just, you know, you're just not giving a shit when you're writing those lyrics. But uh, no, they just know that it's all. Yeah. Well, I, you know what I learned? You know what, what I learned since we talked about this, guys? The, the music for Knights of Justice was made by the same company that made the Power Rangers music. No way. Saban. Yeah, it was the same company. Bam. Huh. Mind blown. I just blew everybody's mind. I don't like, like all right. My, me that's and my brother picked the same theme song from another company that made the same music. Yeah, it was a Saban thing, which we didn't know it was kids. But uh, I was researching online because I was like, yes, you know, where did they get this from? And let me look at the lyrics. And like, I saw this thread and said, yeah, we don't know exactly who made up the lyrics, but the company was that was Saban. It was their music people, the guys behind Power Rangers. Can um, uh, Can you think of another intro cartoon that was badass? Like um, well, the X Men, the, uh, the X Men was a badass one. Um, when the Biker Wildcat. Well, Biker Mice from Mars weren't really superheroes. They were, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean that was a good one. Uh, Ninja Turtles intro is pretty good. Oh, that 
That one, yeah, yeah. There's more talking, but the beat Jeez, still works. My dog's know? butthole is going to make me puke. God, this is gross. Well, don't look at it. No, it, st- man, it stinks, man. It stinks. Why are you smelling it? What do you mean, yeah, why am I smelling it? She's in the same room as me. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, don't be sniffing your, your dog's butt and you'll be all right. I'm not sniffing um, it, dude. It's like I can taste it on my tongue. Uh, the first the first Mega Man cartoon had a badass intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, right, yeah. Right. Super fighting robot. Mega Man. Um, well, you can also go. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Fast and had a bad beat. Well, there was two yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. What the fuck did you just say? There was two. There was two Sonic the Hedgehog teams. There was one. He, he, he was barely off, Aaron. He was barely off. He almost. Yeah. No, no. I was hitting the notes. I'm hitting the notes. Um, hey, oh, no, you weren't there, hitting no notes. There was, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog that was kind of goofy, and it was called Sonic and Tails. But then there was a Sonic the Hedgehog that was like serious, where they like freedom yes, fighters. That that's the one I like. That and, one. Yeah, I got that. I got that whole season on DVD, man. I, I think that's. I got to the point where I've listened to that way too long. Um, He-Man has a good intro. Oh, yeah, Conan. You know? Conan. Yeah, Co- Conan. The Conan, like yeah. <laughs> Warrior without fear. Hey, and he just he's all more he's, powerful than any man. Yeah, the I, thing, yeah, it's just him fucking things up. The whole intro, yeah. it's just him fucking things up. Yeah, he's like swinging a sword around. Ha! Just no love scene. No, just fucking shit up the whole time. Yeah, no, that was. I uh, remember. Um, remember the mummies alive? Do you, you remember that one? Oh man, yeah. No, no. Guys, I gotta go. Uh-oh. All right, we'll see you, Aaron. Aaron's freaking out. Um, which sucks because there was a lot of other superhero stuff I wanted to get his input on, but oh well, we'll do it. We'll do it in our next one. Uh, do you remember, John? I was watching, I had uh, Roger watching this tonight. You remember Samurai Pizza Cats? I was just watching that with uh, Roger, yeah, yeah with, uh, with uh, Jonathan, like maybe <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, so that's uh, you, so I was telling Aaron in, this, in my animation episode, Samurai Pizza Cats, when they, when they brought that show over, they didn't have a translator. So the intro music, all of the dialogue, the way they cut up the animation, it's all American stuff, except for the actual drawing. So if you watch the Japanese version and you knew Japanese, and you watch what we did in the American version, it wouldn't make any sense. No sense at all. Well, you know, I I do do watch like that Godzilla show on Netflix. They're They're saying something, but if you read the translation... They're saying something totally else, something something else. Like I'm like, what the hell? That's not what you just said. But that's why I'm reading what you just yeah. said. You have to yeah. Up the same thing. Yeah, it's not it's not a hundred percent, you know, perfect translation. So a lot of times, a lot of times, it's like things don't translate well. Like, like I was watching this movie and they were talking. They were trying. It's about to. Just, I do not recommend this movie. But I took my mom and me and Sarah went to go watch it. It was for Mother's Day last year. And it's this movie, it has Liam Neeson in it, and it takes place in Japan. And it's got the guy who played Kylo Ren and the guy who played the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. And basically, uh, so Andrew Garfield. I don't know Kylo Ren's name, but... So basically, Andrew Garfield and Kylo Ren, this is set back in the, like, 1600s. They're traveling to Japan to find Liam Neeson, who was their teacher (laughs) and their missionaries. And they're going to try to convert Japanese people into Christianity. Well, the emperor of Japan has outlawed Christianity. 
It's against the law to worship it. So when these guys show up and they start converting people, it's outlawed. Well, long story short, it's a long, boring-ass movie, and it's kind of twisted. I mean, some crazy shit happens, but it takes a while for you to get to that point. Um, they're, like, cutting people's heads off and random violence. But anyways, there's a point where Liam Neeson's like, you know, look, you're telling these people that, you know, to worship the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. They don't know what you're talking about when you say Son. They don't, they don't have a concept of Son. It just doesn't work. It doesn't translate into their language. They don't understand it. They don't, they don't have this, you know... Just it just it's not going to parallel to what you're trying to say. So a lot of these shows, when they come over from Japan, um, they don't we don't the language the words just don't match up. Um, so you know that's why you get weird. Anime in general, they're always talking about weird ass shit. They're always trying to get philosophical and you know what does this mean? How do I test myself? And you know I have to push myself to the edge and. You know, what's the right choice for humanity and just you know uh. Yeah, I must stay away from that movie. That's why I'm that's why I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, because that's pretty simple. You you have a guy, you have another guy, they fight, one guy loses, then they fight again. I mean it's just you know, it's just fighting. It's just back and forth. Never ending fights. It's all Dragon Ball Z is. It's a never ending Yeah, fight. yeah. It's it's someone that's a that's a great thing because someone's stronger is always gonna come along. <laughs> Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much. He's more stronger than he is. <laughs> yeah, that's so the much... plot line to Dragon Ball Z is that there's somebody badder and stronger out there. Now you're yeah, fighting. And... Yeah, now Goku's like living the dream. He's fighting gods now. <laughs> He's fighting yeah, gods. Yeah, they've, uh, <laughs> they've, they've went all the way to basically like our version of God. Like the guy, like basically Goku's fighting for God. Like he's, you know, like he's in heaven and they're battling, you know, other beings and uh it's actually called battle of the gods i mean it's and now he's playing you know dimensional gods he's just yeah i mean (laughs) yeah i mean seven different gods across the different universes i mean it's just all over the place uh i don't know where they go after here if they decide because i know they ended the show but if they continue to go i I don't know what the next level of you just need someone a great idea that's all it is it's only with an idea maybe well space goku you know some shit like that you know I think the next thing that they're doing is they're bringing back Broly, and they're going to make Broly like officially part of the story. So it's a new Broly. It's not the old Broly. It's a new one. Um, yeah, that's the movie coming out. I think this month. That's the movie coming. Out. Yeah, yeah, this weekend actually. Really? Um, I think it is this weekend. Yeah, I won't be watching it, but I think it is. I, I can wait on uh, Dragon Ball Z. Actually, I think the uh, the new Superman movie came in cartoon. I didn't get. I didn't get to look that one either. It's uh the the reign of Superman. They're actually doing that movie. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I was posted. I gotta see if I can download it. I gotta see if I can buy it. Download it. Um, for those that are listening, the reign of Superman is the storyline that takes place after Superman got killed uh, back in the nineties. Well, he wasn't really killed, but they made it sound like he was killed. Um, and reign of Superman. Basically, what happened after? And it's a very we, we could spend a whole other podcast talking about this, but the reign of Superman, basically, after Superman gets killed, these, um, these four, these you four, one, yeah, these four, like <laughs> Superman impersonators show up, and it's, uh, it's Superboy, yeah. it's Steel, uh-huh. it's Cyborg Superman, 
and, and Eradicator. Eradic. Why did he call himself Eradicator? He was just like Superman. Well, Eradicator. So Eradicator was basically a Kryptonian AI that was designed to monitor and keep the uh, genetic code of Kryptonians pure. Um, and so he, I don't know, I guess he took over one of, I guess he cloned, he made it a clone from Superman or something like that. Something. And that's where you get Eradicator from. But was it uh, still, like, technically the first Iron Man? Well, I mean, steel? I think Iron Man predates Steel. Thank you. Well, well, not technically, because technically, so in DC Comics, you've actually had a bunch of people named Steel. The first, the first Steel was a white guy, and it was back in the 60s or 50s, I think, and he was basically a Captain America ripoff. He looked a lot like Captain America. Oh, the guy with the uh, big old metal suit with the, with the dog? Yeah, yes. The, white, yeah. the red, white, and blue suit? Right. I yeah, love that, that was, I love that suit. That's a badass suit. Uh, you own that, don't you? Yeah. You got that. Yeah, figure. yeah, I got I got a steel figure. Um, and so you had him, and then you had his son, which came later. And then you had John Henry Irons, which is the, the Shaquille O'Neal steel. No, uh, don't, don't don't watch that, by the way. No, no. Uh, I mean, unless you just love Shaquille O'Neal, no, don't watch it. Um, but anyways, it um, yeah, Iron Man came out like in the 60s, I think. Um, so I was trying to see if the Superman cartoon came out today. I think it did. I don't know if you could buy it though. Let me see if you can buy it. Scott, it's, it's got really good reviews right now. If uh, that, did it, but did that actually, yeah, it's supposed to come out to, to, tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Yeah, New Tuesday. Yeah. Superman. So I remember. Well, okay. Yeah, that's what I forgot. I thought, I was thinking today was Tuesday. So, uh, I have the DC Universe app. And it's supposed to be all the new movies are free. So I'll see if it shows up on there or not. Because um, I don't want to go spend $20 on a movie if it's going to show up on my app for free. Hmm. Well, but I also I'll... want to I watch it when, when I want to watch it when it comes out. So, you know, I'm kind of torn between two different worlds. <laughs> well, I'll, well, we're running out of time again. We got like five minutes. But I was going to, I guess we put a pin in it. But I was going to ask you who your favorite uh, villain was. Okay. So if it's just straight up. Um, straight up super villain. I'm, I mean, this is the only one you can have. You can't have anybody else. It's going to be Dark Side. I've liked Dark Side since I was a kid. Um, in the uh, Galactic Protectors Super Friends show. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it just, you know, when I, I can remember, John, I don't know if you, this may bring back a memory for you, but Burger King. Burger King had one of their Happy Meals where it was Justice League figures. And one of their toys was a dark side, but he was holding a little cup. And that dark side figurine, like, I kept that thing in my bathroom with my toothbrush holder for like, until I was like 10 years old. It was a little dark side, came out in the 80s, and I kept it for like 10 years. And then you never hear from dark side again. And then in the Superman cartoon, the new one that comes out, it shows up again, you know, and he's just badass. And you learn more about the character. And, um, yeah, I got a ton of that dark side action figures too. I gotta see. Uh, I gotta see that. I gotta look that up later. I'm gonna look up the dark, the dark side of McDonald's. I gotta see it now. Yeah, it's a little Burger King little. Well, and it's cool, man. He's got like a cape, and his arms are folded. And I knew he had the Omega beams as a kid. I didn't know they were called Omega beams, but I knew he shot them out of his eyes. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it for you. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Burger King. What uh, do you remember? Uh, I, you might remember. What was the one uh, figure that shot up in sale in, in value after the comic book? Do you remember one figure that shot up in sale? Oh, let me see. It was, it was one figure that no one wanted. It cost like eight dollars. Oh, then after this that one black comic, black and green Spider Man was that? The what? Is that it? The black and green Spire, Spider Man? Uh, no, that's, it was a villain. Oh. Remember, uh, I remember it was eight dollars you can get it anywhere, but once this comic book came out, it shot up to like eighty dollars. Oh boy, I don't. You're gonna have to tell me. I can't remember. It was Mysterio after Logan. Uh, Old man Logan. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. Okay, so I gotta I gotta give the backdrop on this one, and we might wrap up with this. But okay, okay. so the movie Logan came out, and that is loosely very loosely based off of a comic book called Old Man Logan. And in that comic book, Mysterio, who is a Spider-Man villain. Oh, yeah, this is is big-time spoilers. I mean, this is huge. Because, okay, in the movie, you find out that Professor X killed all the X-Men. So that's another spoiler. But in the comic book, Mysterio, who basically what Mysterio does is he's a master of illusions. It's like a a magician, but not like real magic, just just illusions. But he uses technology and stuff to pull off these very elaborate illusions. Well, somehow he is able to convince Wolverine through his tricks that Wolverine single-handedly is fighting all the supervillains and that Wolverine is killing them all. Like he's like the supervillains in the storyline old man yeah. Logan. Yeah, yeah they basically the mansion, right? Yeah, so in the storyline, so what's happening is in the storyline, old man Logan, the villains, all of the villains get together and they say, you know what? I'm tired of these heroes beating our asses. So we're going to team up and we're going to rule the world. And so they start doing it. So they're taking out the Avengers, they're taking out Spider Man, you know, they're taking out everybody. Well, Wolverine thinks that they invade the mansion, that they hit him. And so he's taking them out. I mean, he's fighting and he's like, you know, getting his suit torn up and he's. You know, he's bleeding, and he's getting his ass kicked, but he's still winning. Well, at the end of the fight, you find out Mysterio had tricked him, and he thought he was fighting the villains. He was actually fighting and killing the members of the X-Men, and he kills all of them. He kills everybody. Cyclops, Jean Grey, Professor he X, said, Beast. Yeah, he said, he said, he said they smelled like they even smelled like, yeah. like the villains. Yeah, because he has super smell, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why he thought it, he was okay to kill them. And um, anyways, he tries to kill himself. So what he does is he goes up to a train track and he sticks his neck on the train and he ends up derailing the train. It doesn't kill him. It ends up it's not working. The metal's it's still, too strong. It's still fucking up pretty good, though. Yeah, no, it fucked him up. And he um, so he retires and he goes and hides out in the woods. Well, the Incredible Hulk, big surprise, he ends up surviving. It's the issue because you can't. They haven't really figured out how to kill him. And but he um, was kind of sideways, though. I, I, I don't let that whole Yeah, part. so, but well, <laughs> so the Incredible Hulk gets kind of lonely because there's nobody else. So he ends up hooking up with She Hulk because She Hulk is the only person alive that can handle the Hulk's sexual rage. Like, if a normal woman, he would, if the Hulk tried to have sex with a normal woman, he would kill her. So She Hulk's the only one that can handle it. And they end up having a bunch of kids, and then they have a bunch of grandkids, and they're all incest, and they're all hillbillies. 
and hillbilly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean they're super, super hardcore Hulk rednecks. They're all green, so they're all green people. But Wolverine lives on their land, and uh, he has to pay tribute, you know, so much each month. And finally, they're like, it gets to the point where Wolverine's like, I can't do this shit anymore, and he goes to confront Bruce Banner about it, who's crazy and like living up in the mountain and shit. It's gotten all weird, and he turns into the Hulk. Of course, they fight. Wolverine gets his ass kicked, and the Hulk ends up eating Wolverine. Well, I guess he didn't eat him good enough, and Wolverine's able to regrow inside of the Hulk, and he, you know, rips out at the First, end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're right. Mysterio, uh, that raised his stock quite a bit. I mean. Because I, I remember a, a toy, that toy seller, Jason, toy, we call him Toy Jason, that, but that yeah. toy guy, Jason, I remember he was asking me and Dale, like, frantically, hey, do y'all have any Mysterio toys? I'm like, yeah, I think we got one. I, I will give you like 50 or 40 bucks from right now. Like, yeah. this stock shot up. I need people calling me. People want them packaged, unpackaged. Yeah. They want it. Like, why? And I read on Matt Logan. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah you got to have it after that, you know. And that's well, it's the same thing for Deathstroke. And that what I was saying earlier with him taking on the Justice League. I, I didn't really know that much about the character until I read that shit. So, and uh, Catman, he's another example of a guy who. I mean, nobody fucking knew who Catman was, but then he's got this one good comic book, and all of a sudden, Catman's the shit, you know? Um, Deadshot? I mean, yeah, the list goes on of people who... But then you have the flip side of that, John. You have really good superheroes that have shitty comic books, and it tanks everything, like when yeah. they decided to make Captain America a Nazi. That I, was I the worst decision. I don't know where that was a good idea to... to... That is the worst decision Marvel Comics has ever made, and their their sales have still not recovered since they did that. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they decided. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that guy got fired. Whoever decided that don't work there no more. I mean, well, he was trying to say he's like, "Well, you guys, it's a secret. He's he's just really like a double secret agent or whatever." It's like, come on, man. You put him in the suit. You had him say Hell Hydra. I mean, it's over. You put a nail in the coffin. You've ruined the character. You know, Captain America's the one constant. The Marvel's always changing. That's what's good about Marvels. There's always dynamic stuff. There's always new shit going on. But Captain America, if there was any Marvel character that could translate perfectly into a DC character, it's Captain America. Exactly. Um, it's, exactly. It's probably why he's my favorite one out of all of them. Um, but they made him, they changed him. It's like if they made, you know, Superman was like a murderer or something. You know, it just wouldn't work. Um well, they've done that before, and actually, there's, there's a movie coming out where they do that. Did that, you see that just, preview for that movie? Which one? There's this movie coming out where it's 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 an alien. He's sent to Earth, but instead of becoming a superhero, he kills everybody. He's got heat vision. He flies. He's got super strength. What, it, what's it called? I don't know, but it's directed by the guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, James I gotta Gunn. See that. He, got, he got fired see from Disney, and so I think this is... Because he said he's interested in doing a DC movie. So now he's got this kind of Superman goes evil movie coming out. Um, I don't know. what could. How could you really screw up Superman? Oh, you give him a blue suit, I guess. That, that didn't work. You kill him. That didn't work. I mean, you can't kill Superman. Uh, but still, those weren't as bad as turning Captain America into a Nazi. That's probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. That- At that point... <laughs> At that That's, point, not only are you giving up on the character, you're just giving up on America. You know, you're just like, eh, we're all Nazis. Fuck it. 
You yeah, know, I yeah, mean, exactly. yeah, I could see why that pissed a lot of people off. And I can remember, John, we went to we went to Scarborough Fair um, when all that was happening. And there was this guy that walked in and he was wearing a Captain America shirt. Well, when you walk into Scarborough, so Scarborough Fair is the Renaissance Festival. It's where people dress up like the 1500s or 1600s and they walk around. And it's kind of like old. It's supposed to be merry old England. Um, anyways, this guy walked in with a Captain America shirt and they have a dude that was selling pretzels. Well, he was working the crowd. So he was like heckling people like this guy walked in with a tank top. And he's like, sir, uh, I believe they call those muscle shirts for a reason, sir. You do not have <laughs> muscles, sir. And this guy comes in with Captain America and he's like, Oh no, hell Hydra. Like this random dude knew that. And dude was like, yeah, I know it sucks. And he's like, yeah, man, they're ruining all of our characters now. And it's just how popular and most widespread that that was. And, you know, Captain America had a very successful movie. I mean, it's winter soldier and civil war. And then they dropped that bombshell and the comic books have tanked. Marvel comics sales are hurting right now because of that shit. It'd be like if they made, what, what if they made black Panther a Nazi? I mean, what fucking sense would that make? You know, it's Just basically the same damn thing. Uh, don't don't give him that idea, God. Oh, it's pretty. It, our, our Black Panther joins Black the Panther clan. I mean, you know uh, what, what if they, what if they said Black Panther joined the clan? I mean, oh, that mean, how do you think that would go over? You know, <laughs> he's really a double agent. <laughs> yeah, he puts on a hood and he's like, you know, yeah, he puts on a hood. He's like white power. I mean, you know, it just it, it wouldn't work. And that was just a very bad call on Marvel's. I don't know what they were thinking. I know they're trying everything's for the sake of the plot, but come if, on, if guys. You got to try harder than that. That probably, you know what, Shane? I would grant that probably would have worked if you still had the Ultimate series. The yeah, Ultimate the different series, universe. You can, you can, yeah, you can fuck up whatever you want in the Ultimate Yeah, you can do whatever series. you want. Yeah, yeah you can, it won't give a shit. But when you're doing the right. regular universe, that shit ain't going to fly. Like in the Ultimate Universe, uh, the Wasp takes control of the team, and like Captain America's like her little, so, you know, he's no longer in charge. That only yeah, works but, because it's in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, exactly. That wouldn't have worked in the real universe where you have Wasp telling Captain America what to do. You know, um, yeah, that that was a dude a nightmare of a decision. I know they had to be kicking themselves. So, so comics we know, after they did that. So we, all you could do is that, like, someone was a good negotiator. Someone's like, I oh, know, let's yeah. roll this dice. Yeah, trust me, it's going to tank at first, but we're going to make sale. <laughs> it's all no, decisions. It never worked. It never worked, man. And they can't <laughs> recover. I think they have to accept that this is their new norm. The only way Marvel can succeed again is if they, they have to do like DC did. They got to wipe the slate clean and start over. They have no, to you know what they're going to do? The, the real Captain, that, that, that Captain America is a clone. And the real well, yeah. Captain America shows back up. Yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do. And, <laughs> and then you, you got a conflict because now you have, you know, they tried to make, you know, uh, Falcon, they tried to make him the new Captain America. And people just don't want, we like the old Captain America. Why we got to have a new one? It's like, it's okay if you have two Captain Americas, but why get rid of one in favor of the other? You know, give us both like they do with well, Spider-Man. You have two Spider-Mans. You have Miles Morales and you have Peter Parker. And I'm works. okay with yeah I'm okay, I'm okay with um what do you call it you know hey I'm gonna take a break can you take it from here sure you know and see how it works yeah I'm okay with that pass like the with mantle too 
52. That was yeah. exactly what happened. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Hey, we'll go on vacation, guys. You got it? All right, y'all good. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're passing the mantle like Batman the Nightwing or Batman the Robin. I mean, that's, and they take over. And then, you know, after a while, if the hero wants to come back, yeah, I'm okay with, with passing it on, but sometimes yeah. Marvel just, I don't know, they're full of. And then stuff. you see which one worked. Hey, the fans didn't like this. They like that. Okay, let's push this guy a little bit more. Let's right. see what happens. You know, right. But, yeah, we, we totally well, sideways, though, you, you know what? It, it, you know, example that it worked was Wally West because he was the Flash for like some of the best Flash stories, and he was the Flash for like fifteen years. And you know, for the sixties until the nineties, it was Barry Allen. Then Barry Allen dies at the end of Zero Hour, and Wally West takes over. And you know, it's a new guy. I mean, you know, instead of a blonde, he's he's a ginger, but and he's a smart ass instead of a scientist. So, you know, it's a different take on it. Um, but they didn't make it just so unrecognizable that we can't like the Flash anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, like with Batman. When they when they killed, when they they killed brought Batman's back and they brought in John Paul Valley, it didn't make any sense. Why would you go with that guy? You know, and of course that backfired. Um, but yeah, man, I don't well, we got to wrap this up, man. We're way over time. I, I know. We, we, I, I could go on and on and on. I could, I could we'll, go on we'll and talk about this. We'll, we'll, we'll pick this back up later. That the same thing. Same because I wanted to tell you about how much I really like Batman's dad. You know, but we'll come. Oh, back Thomas later. Wayne. Yeah, that's a badass version. That, but that, it only works because shit. it's in a different universe, John. Exactly. Like see, the only reason why that works that Thomas Wayne can be Batman is because he's in a different universe. Um, but anyways, we'll we'll get into that next topic. We'll we'll talk about alternate realities in the next one, okay? All right, all right. All, all right. right. Bring us out, Shane. Okay. Good night, everybody. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Later, bro. <laughs>